I hope that you're still standing from that moon or you might just be sort of gently vibrating and like lying in a corner and that would also be completely appropriate. (laughs) I had to laugh when I realized, oh, our monthly call is right on the same day. That's going to be fun. We'll see how everybody's uh, doing. (laughs) So it's uh, definitely, you know, another one of these kind of Mr. Toad's wild ride uh, periods. So we have the uh, big lunar eclipse and supermoon um, <clears throat> that uh, uh, peaked this morning, early this morning. Um, it has been creating a huge kind of gravitational pull, both sort of literally, physically, as the moon is closer to the planet than normal. Uh, that's why it's called a supermoon. Um, but also energetically, just the energies of that kind of coming has been in play for 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 a good couple weeks. Um, and we'll stay in play. And as always with lunar eclipse, then we have the solar eclipse kind of on the other side of it. And often these periods in between are like these sort of like little bridge times um, or kind of little portal times where we're kind of like moving from one place to another and sort of popping out on the other side and and things are shifted in some in some interesting ways. So um, so as we are, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the, the what's been happening, what's kind of going on now, and then we've got the 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 solar eclipse on the tenth. Um, I think kind of, and also just so people are aware, just like on the astrological side, which is just always kind of one of many mental models where if anything's useful, grab it. And and if not, then just leave it without judgment. Um, but we also have some kind of wild things going on where we have. Um, three planets that will be retrograde at the same time during the eclipse season, including a Mercury retrograde, which I know often people feel a sort of like, ah, when Mercury is retrograde. Um, I really encourage people always to think about Mercury retrograde very differently, that Mercury retrograde is actually a huge gift every time it comes around. It usually comes around three times a year, sometimes four in certain years. And it's just a hugely beautiful time to kind of reflect and review and just kind of like catch your breath if you choose to kind of use it that way. Now, this time period that we're in is so intense that, you know, that that it's going to kind of slide by if that makes sense. But the Mercury retrograde impact is quite high as um, it's Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which is its happiest home planet. So very like, wee, um, in its impacts on things. What's been going, what's kind of the big, the big kind of news, if you will, about What's been going on since the end of April, actually, is the um, the impact that people are experiencing in different ways of the new availability of what, um, you know, what the mental model that I've been given around this energetically is this the founder codes being available on the planet now, again, for the first time in several millennia um, that Earth's density has um, kind of continued to shift in terms of the ratio enough to the point where these energetic codes um, uh, can be available um, in an accessible way. And um, this is part of kind of the human evo leap. And so and I I talk about that in some of the longer um, available online transmissions that I've shared. So I won't go deep into that here, but it has been creating an enormous impact on many people in many different ways since that occurred, which was on April 22nd in my timeline. And, um, and so you may be seeing that in various different ways for yourself. 
some of the things that I've been seeing that, you know, you may not be having any of these experiences. There's nothing wrong if you are or are not. But these are just things that I've been aware of. So I mentioned them because they could be otherwise interpreted in other ways. Um, so people have been reporting to me uh, or I've been sort of just seeing in, in, in appropriate places, sudden spikes of fear of like, but like a deep fear and deep doubt, self-doubt. And in a way, in whatever kind of the construct or the mental model of what's going on around that and the kind of the mental stories or the, the, the narrative internally about it tends to be like, wait, I did that already. Like that's old news. Why is this kind of old tape coming back? Like, is it just that bad? Like what's happening? Um, and they're, you know, depending, everybody's individual journey is different. And so kind of what's going on can be different. But one of the things that is going on is that there is with the, um, with the, the, the lunar eclipse that we just had, that we're kind of right in the middle of the intense energies, there is this huge, just very disproportionate to usual full moon um, energy illuminating of new layers that want to be stripped away, that want to be kind of revealed around like we're shifting. What are we doing? What are we doing now? What are we believing in now? Beliefs that we've held on to for our entire lives that are ready to be discarded, that we don't believe in anymore, that we don't, that don't serve us. And when I talk to people about this idea of beliefs, they often go to kind of larger sort of system beliefs, like, oh, you know, spiritual beliefs or church or temple or faith or whatever, or they go to things like societal or whatever. This is, but, but this is also very much internally, things that I believe about me. What am I allowed to have? What do I want? What is interesting to me? What is, you know, what's the nature of reality from my perspective? What is, um, uh, what's happening next? What's the plan? Uh, and and so all of that is being shaken, like, you know, and it's just like, whoa, my God. And we got the, like the snow globe is being shaken really intensely. And that can feel really crazy making and feel very kind of like, I can't really see what's going on. I don't know what's happening. My brain is frantically searching for a mental model that makes some sense. I can, maybe I feel have developed the capacity to trust and have patience with whatever the plan is, provided I know what the plan is. And I had previously an understanding of what the plan was for me, but now I don't understand what this is and I don't like it and I'm not okay with it, but what the fucking fuck. And so one of the kind of pieces around that, if that, if any of that sounds familiar is that, I, and I'm having my version of this too. So I'm like right with you in the shit on this the next level, the next layer of trusting, of trusting, whatever your, you know, belief models are around what is it that you trust? Are you trusting yourself? You're trusting your higher self, your cosmic self, you're trusting your divine guidance, your various supports, you're trusting, you know, God, goddess, universe, source creation, blah, 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 whatever the things are that you trust in that, you know, trusting, it doesn't, like, that doesn't matter. There's a call at like a requirement uh unfortunately because i'm like i don't like requirements uh on us to deepen that trust um 
partially this happens with the founder codes. So the founder codes kicked it off with a, okay, as we're integrating the founder codes, part of what will shift internally um, is a, in order for that integration to to really occur and be fun and delightful in the way that it, it can be and will be long-term um, is a shift again in kind of the ratio of how you live your moment to moment experience um, with the ratio of kind of mind, intellect to kind of spirit, heart, faith, trust, you know, just the beingness, right? Versus kind of that mind intellect piece. And all of you, because of the nature of what you've been doing with me over however long you've been connected with me, you've been working on changing that ratio anyway, right? That there's been a need to kind of like dial down on that, the mind, the brain, the intellect running the show, and instead bringing in more of the other side. Well, the founder codes are saying to us, another another dial shift is occurring where it's like, more out of your brain, more out of your mind, um, which actually feels quite a bit like you are out of your mind and is a little kind of crazy making inside. And so, and then that is being exacerbated by this big giant supermoon and the eclipse energy around it. And so eclipses are always very kind of like sudden, they can create sudden energy pieces, sudden awarenesses, sudden shifts in various ways, which can be either sort of good or bad, depending on what's going on in the moment and also how you're choosing to experience those shifts. But those sort of sudden spikes around um, awareness of what you really believe in for yourself, what you really believe in about the world, about the nature of reality, about your path, um, is really all tied to this kind of trusting piece. Then we're just going to kind of be in some really interesting stew period in this bridge between the two um, of this kind of portal period that we're in between the two eclipses. And so then the June 10th eclipse, the solar uh, eclipse, um, has a very strong, like that is kind of like there's a, there's another sort of birthing experience where we're kind of, let up, you know, we're kind of squeezing through a birth canal, if you will, in this, in this uh, portal between the two eclipses. And we're going to kind of pop out the other side in some new iteration of ourselves in some way. And that's going to be true whether we choose to engage in this actively or not, that will sort of be changed in some way. Um, and so we might as well engage in it and we might as well kind of embrace it and see, you know, where can we go to our edges and 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 uh, and leverage uh, this time period. Um, and so leverage itself, of course, is a very kind of mind, mental, intellectual word. Um, and, you know, so that kind of the leveraging around, okay, well, like for me, you know, around this kind of deeper level of trust without understanding whatever the plan is around the specific circumstances. So I have some specific circumstances that are occurring for me that are exactly related to what's going on right now. And I don't understand them. And it's very distressing to me because I'm not used to not understanding what's going on. Um, I'm it's been a long time that I've been able to trust the plan, um, but I usually know what the plan is or at least have some sense of it. But right now there's a kind of a voidal experience for me around like, I don't really know what the plan is and what does that mean for me? And can I trust in the absence of my mind understanding the plan? And I'll tell you my personality self, my mind self, my human self is like, no, 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 we need it, we need it, ah! at a level that is surprising to me. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, look at you. All right, you know, ratio is shifting again, ratio is shifting again, uh, and just kind of be in that trust.
there is definitely an element as we come out on the other side of the second eclipse, the solar eclipse in June, um, there is, it's always the case that we always have free will. Anything is possible for us uh, if we continue to kind of do our, you know, inner work, if you will, um, over time. But there is a kind of an, uh, an element of what stays with us, what we keep with us on the other side of this next little birthing canal as we pop out, what we've kind of like grabbed and held onto. And we're like, no, I'm bringing this through with me. This is coming through, whether it's like beliefs or habits or decisions or, you know, people, relationships, businesses, like jobs, places, like anything, any and all things, as well as the inner energies, especially. This is what's coming through. No, I'm holding this. I'm holding this. I'm keeping this with me. Even if I'm not really aware of it, like on the other side, it's going to then that's what's going to stay with us for an extended period of time. So the opportunity here is, oh, wait, maybe there were some things that I didn't want that I didn't realize. And that illumination that we've been having is giving us a kind of a tough love gift of, oh, yeah, I, I didn't want that fear. Oh, yeah, I didn't want that whatever the thing is. Right. And to hook this back into the founder codes, one of the fun uh, aspects of the founder codes um, uh, is the developing the capacity to grab certain traits, if you will, or aspects of self or characteristics of self from other timelines, other versions of yourself, um, if you will. And um, which is very fun. I'm exploring this in a new different way with the founder codes coming in than I ever have before. Um, and really where that where that kind of work is happening um, and the exploration and the integration of that is happening is in that L3 workshop, those four Saturdays guided journey workshop that I'm doing around the integration of the founder codes right now, um, which we just started that last Saturday. So I'm actually, um, I didn't think I would do this, but um, I actually got the little guidance uh, early this morning that I should let people join the L3 journey um, this week, even though we've had the first session, because of course it's, you know, how it operates. So of course it's recorded and everybody who's in there is accessing that recording um, because there people can catch up. And the eclipse landing when it did this morning may be opening for people who were feeling beforehand, like, oh, I, I, I can't, I can't even deal with that. I don't even know what that is. Like, fuck that. I'm like just staying alive. And now people may be feeling like, oh, actually I do want uh, to leverage that in this way, I want to kind of use this time period. So um, I'm doing a like a 25% off code, um, you know, because it's three Saturdays now instead of four, but access to everything. Um, and I'll share all that later inside our group. Um, I won't take more of your time here for it, but I want to make sure that those of you who are here on the call have the awareness that that's there and I can answer any questions you might have about it. Um, and that also does include um, uh, some new uh, really close in, hands-on, personalized support for me. That's two other packages that you can add on. Um, so anyway, so back to um, kind of the planetary energies. So we're kind of come out the other side of this and it's not going to be as abrupt, right? It's not going to be like, oh yeah, June 10th. Okay, we're done. You know, um, you know, the way these things work, it's sort of like a period of energy and some people feel 
the energies very sharply around like, oh, boom, it was here. I was here and then I was here. You know, I was in this timeline. Now I'm in this timeline. I was in this space internally and now I'm in this space. And some people it's more of a kind of a creeping event or like a growing thing um, that occurs. And any and all of those are are fine. There's no better um, or worse way. Our rhythms, if you will, spiritually and for integrating new energies, um, both into kind of our our spiritual selves, our energetic selves, and our biological selves and our mental models around all of that, you know, whatever those rhythms are, are perfect because they're yours. Um, okay, so what else do I want to, did I want to say about this? Because I could just talk about this stuff all day long. Um, so um, with the founder codes, really the focus is on this new, if you will, it's so the, the the language that I've been given around this is that essentially that it's the opening of a white hole, which is an esoteric corollary within our energetic bodies to what we think of as the physical black hole in the universe. And this white hole is this portal that's opened um, that we well that we can open within our star center energy point that's in the center of our bodies. And this is a new energy portal that is open, new energy center that is opened with the founder codes. And so kind of the, the founder codes are just kind of like being beamed around the, you know, the planet and various people um, have the role, if you will, of being kind of the radio towers to kind of transmit that. And the more of the people who are ready to take this stuff online, the more they are available to kind of boost that signal so that it's more and more people over time, we'll be able to take those online. Um, and so as like the first thing that happens is that kind of mm, activation of that star center uh, at the center of kind of your body biologically. And it's it's got a, in terms of your anatomy, I mean. Um, and within that, there's a, there's a, a guided process that was given to me that I shared in the first Saturday um, session um, for then accessing and opening this white hole. And there's a kind of like a birthing process of bringing your original self, like your original being fully through into your body. Because what we're really doing here with this, with the founder codes is that, you know, some of us may have had access to our original self or our cosmic self or our higher self for a long period of time, but now we're bringing, and some of us may not have had any of that and it's all fine. Um, but now we're, we're starting to bring it into full integration in our biology, um, which is not an overnight thing because the biology, you know, has to be supported to do its process, but it's a really interesting, fun piece. And this process with this kind of birthing through this white hole creates that integration, um, which will, you know, rapidly start to increase various capacities, energies, experiences, awarenesses, whatever, um, you know, to each their own experience and process and divine timing, um, but also with that, a unbreakable umbilical cord between the human self and not just the original self that's now within, but the divine original creation energy um, for that. Um, and in a different way, that kind of unbreakable umbilical cord is, it, as that gets integrated is, is different than just, and I don't say just in a light way, but then just the previous experience of, of faith and just absolute belief that we might've had before, very few people are able to maintain 
a kind of permanent state of absolute faith and trust um, in kind of the old human model and in the old world energies. And this umbilical cord that is unbreakable and cannot be cut, that we cannot be separated in the biological, will start to resource us biologically and like the human to be able to have that access without it having to always be these giant leaps of faith all the time, which can be really fun. I actually love like leaps of faith around various things, but um, uh, but it also can be stressful, um, you know, even while it's fun, right? Um, it can be stressful in various ways. So that's, so that's kind of a big piece around that. Okay, lastly, what I want to say is that um, during this time period of the two eclipses, both kind of before them and a little bit after them and during kind of this time period, there is a very... Um, with the, with the very heightened energies, people may be experiencing, oh yeah, I didn't do the list of the things that people may be experiencing. Okay, so some of the things you may be experiencing, you may be experiencing extreme physical exhaustion. Um, you may be experiencing, I mentioned the kind of weird, sudden like fear, doubt, like what the, oh my God, peace. There's also, um, because of the nature of the way these founder codes are integrating and what the sort of systems are for that, whether people have conscious awareness of this again or not, for women, the there is a very, I'm finding a very common biological experience of like kind of ovarian cramping almost, right? Like feeling like I'm having really intense, I'm seeing at least one person is going like, holy fuck, that's me. Um, you know, it really intense kind of feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to have the craziest period I've ever had in my life, you know, and really intense ovarian cramping, even without it being that time in your cycle, um, you know, menstrual ble bleeding that is going like, that's really kind of messed up and really long and intense and, you know, massive. Um, and I want to say this for some of the older women here. So I'm several years postmenopausal. I went early um, off of all of that. I had three days of intense ovarian cramping cramping and a half day of actual menstrual bleeding that was like, like real, like I was like, I'm having a period with the fucking fuck. Um, and I actually felt very strongly that if I was sexually active, um, I generally am with male partners that I could have gotten pregnant if I wanted to like, and I was like, no, no, I'm done with that. Thank you. But um, it's very intense uh, time periods um, going on in the body around this stuff. So don't stress about it, just like it's just happening. And so this is why when I have these awarenesses, I share them so that instead of worrying, oh no, what's wrong with me? Now I have to go get like a medical diagnosis. Of course, do whatever feels correct for you around whatever resources that you like to manage and understand your body. Um, but it, there may be um, uh, kind of relief or validation in understanding that there is a larger kind of energetic or cosmic purpose behind those symptoms. Um, uh, yeah. And then, and I, and I actually then just, again, several weeks later had, um, a brief period again with that ovarian cramping. So just, you know, I'm, I was just like, oh, okay, stuff's happening. Um, there's also, and we'll be dealing with, I'll be working with this, um, as I'm coming to understand it better in maybe the, this Saturday's L3 or this, or the third Saturday's L3 in a week and a half, but this very specific, process that's coming through around also disconnecting old timelines. So some of the fear, it, for some of us, the fear that's coming up actually isn't 
my current human's fear, it's other timelines. Um, and not so much about like other past lives per se, although that can be part of it. It's really just like there are many different timelines that you're in now right now. And your human, you know, here has limited capacity and maybe has no awareness of these other sort of timelines that are happening. Um, it's actually one of the things about the gifted brain that I'm starting to speak about more publicly, which is one of the reasons that we have a gifted brain is that there is a different capacity or experience of a kind of disrupted experience around time. Um, that we have. And we've talked about that in kind of like in this human containers a lot around like rhythms and the, all the things and, you know, the kind of the issues of kind of productivity and managing time and creating rhythms. But it's time for people to have awareness um, if they are if they find this useful, that actually what's going on is you've been getting ready to have the capacity to actually hold multiple timelines or multiple dimensional experiences simultaneously in your human awareness, in your human experience at the same time. But first we have to essentially kind of unhook. There's like these hooks that have been put, that are coming in from these lower timelines um, that are like, oh, over here in this timeline, you know, the Melanie in that timeline is like totally freaking out and is totally losing her shit. And she's putting a hook into the higher me to say like, oh, ah, ah. and all it's doing is it's creating kind of similar to like an empath experience where I'm just experiencing her freak out, but it's not my freak out. And, and so if you've been experiencing freak out, but it has felt different, like, I feel like I'm freaking out, but I don't like inside, I feel totally fine, but I'm having all the symptoms of freak out. And I'm seeing some heads nodding like, yeah, this has been weird. Then that's, I feel what's going on for you because there is this. And so kind of removing those hooks um, and a special process related to that cosmic right to purity that I had also transmitted on earlier for essentially kind of closing those access points um, as we're sort of, there's a kind of, um, there's a transition occurring where other timelines will will be like, well, they'll split, like they won't be available anymore. And so they'll fall away. And we want to disconnect those now. Um, that is gonna be much more fun for us if we disconnect them now rather than waiting to disconnect them later. A again, we can always do whatever we want. And so it's completely fine to say like, I don't wanna deal with that right now, or I don't even understand that. I'm not even thinking about it. Am I gonna be fucked later? Absolutely not. You can always do what you want and need to do, and you're always in your own divine timing. But this is a new opportunity that hasn't been available um, in my awareness, in my received information in this timeline uh, for, for earth, really, for anybody on earth um, to do this. So, it's really fun. And it's all part of the larger context of kind of the human ego leap and of the new earth kind of shifting and happening in some of the, for any of you who, who kind of consume social media related to these concepts, which I don't encourage by the way, because most of that is not useful. And most of it is like lower, higher dimensional stuff, like 4D or, you know, kinds of things. Um, and so it's it's very stuck in polarities. It's very stuck in fear-based narratives, even when they're talking about like, oh, cool things are happening. Like 5D Earth is coming. There, there's, usually, there's usually some kind of, and everybody's going to burn in hell and only the good people go into the new Earth or, you know, or like the dark forces, blah, blah, blah. Like the, 
these narratives are not useful. Um, any mental model can be true. Uh, any timeline can be available, um, but this idea of bifurcation of a sort of a choice point of a splitting off of New Earth is something that is prominent in the social media discussions of New Earth over the last couple of years. So if you run into this, I, I want you to try to think about that differently if you feel obsessed with it and you keep thinking about it. Um, and just think about it from the context of what I've been talking about here today related to, you no, know, we're just, we're, we, we individually, I, me, my original self integrating into this highest timeline of me that I'm 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 in and trying to hold is going to integrate in biologically and at the same time I'm going to start removing the hooks of the other timelines for me that were not at my highest good and for the highest good of all that are involved in you know whatever I'm doing and um and so that it's a very individual process and there is no external new earth uh, that's going to separate. There isn't going to be two different planets. People really believe this. I just want you to understand, like people really believe, and you might believe this, I don't know, but that's not actually what's going to happen. New Earth is a resonance. It's an energy. It's an internal frequency. And so, you know, some of us are kind of living in this now. And actually part of the challenge is how do I, I have to kind of code switch because sometimes what how my life is set up I go off and I handle I'm like in old earth but I don't like it over there how do I deal with that right like I like to be a new earth you know um and you know increasingly protecting if you will the container of like no no I'm here in my new earth frequency like I don't want anything to do with that um and then you know the, the sort of the structural pieces and all that related to that okay so I think I should I went, I talked longer than I wanted to talk about this, but at the same time, all of this needed to come out. So that's okay. Um, I do also want to just relate it to the L3. I'll pop the code in for that 25% off for anybody who wants to do that. Um, if you have questions about it, like we can talk about it here or um, you can ping me directly and we can have a little messenger chat or, 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 you know, even hop on like a 15 minute call or something like that, probably depending on timing. Um, um, I'm also with all of this um, launching um, new, a new option for people to access me that isn't within these containers of these three programs that I have, that is just for accessing me very directly, that it's just a very kind of high-end, very luxury offer for deep transformation. And so if somebody really wants to get more information about that and is interested in investing deeply in where they're at around that, paying me however you see fit, and we can arrange a time to talk more about what that looks like. I don't have written materials about it yet. I'm just putting it out there and letting folks be aware of it. Um, you can get a little bit of a sense of it from looking at the L3 materials um, and the offer that is the add-on package um, that includes um, kind of direct uh, you know, unlimited contact with me during kind of the L3 time period gives you just a little hint of the flavor of things a little bit. Um, so, and I'm only going to be doing um, no more than two or three of those people at a time. So uh, my, my desire is to work with people for longer than a one month period. And so I'll have sort of like a little bit of incentives on how to structure like a three month, but there is a, as, as small as a one month option as well. So, okay. Yeah, let me stop. So then let's see, do people have questions about kind of, you know, the energetic uh, intel, if you will? Because that was a lot.
in order to reduce the stressors that the eclipses are bringing. And I was wondering if you had tactical, practical ways that we could, that you would Mm -hmm. suggest that we engage, or is it more just being aware and taking that information into the next cycle? I think it's a, it's a little bit more of the being aware and the way that being aware can be calming, right? In the way that, as I was talking earlier about like the, oh, just trusting even without knowing the plan, which is really fucking hard. Um, but just to kind of deepen into the trusting piece is, is a, is really, is really a big piece. Um, any kind of conscious willingness, if you will, to engage with what the energies want you to do, which is to shed density, which is to deepen into your trust which is to explore any new sudden kind of inner revelations about, oh, this is who I actually am. Oh, this is what I actually believe. Oh, this is what I actually want. Um, you know, and that may also extend to things that are going on in, in key relationships in your life, whether those are, you know, friendship, family, romantic, professional, you know, um, there may be a lot going on around that for various for various reasons. Um, there may also be sudden, I didn't mention this earlier and I meant to, and I'm sorry. Um, I don't encourage sudden decisions during this time period. Um, uh, I'm not usually this um, directive, but if you suddenly get a wild hair that has you've never had before, of like, oh my God, I'm gonna blah, 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 you know, don't if there's a risk involved. If there's no risk involved, of course. So we always do things that are like low risk if they're exciting to you and they're delightful. But if there's a risk involved, like, oh yeah, I might have to like go in, you know, uh, you know, go into a significant debt or like, you know, I, I'm quitting a job that's that I've loved or whatever, like in the middle of this time period, or I'm breaking up with somebody that I previously thought was going to be my person, or I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know, whatever. Like, don't make any giant commitments during this time period if you can avoid it. Now, if you've been working on something for a long time and you're bringing that topic into this time period and having a revelation about it, that's different. Um, and so I, I'm not as um, being as not not being directive in this way around like, wait, 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 you know, um, around those things. And the same things abide that are often true in Mercury retrograde, which is do you really want to enter into contracts during Mercury retrograde? Um, it's not a great time to close on a house. If you have to, because it's your dream house and the real estate market's been crazy, then that's cool. Just look at the contracts really carefully and like, look at everything, like take that retro, that re really seriously, like review it, review it, get three people to review it instead of one with you, you know, that kind of just being very careful about those pieces. Um, so the, I think that what I've been finding is there really isn't a way to, minimize the turbulence, Hillary, but the thing that makes it easier, um, as I'm working with people, this is what I'm seeing. And for myself individually, this is what I'm seeing is anything that I can do, even if it's a little hard and I have to kind of push myself a little bit, and you know, I'm not a big push yourself or muscle through person, but even if I have to push myself a little bit to put myself in whatever situation or setting or experience that brings me back to a feeling of love. Um, 
of love for, you know, the smallest, littlest thing, and then grabbing that visceral, oh, yes, the love, like, oh, let me be in that love frequency, like whatever it takes, you know, um, and if I can't get into that love frequency, and I, I'm even talking about like, you know, like grabbing, grabbing your pets and being like, I love you, I can't believe you're my, like, let me catalog all the amazing things that you've done in my life to just be here, you know, grabbing the people that you love, or the little stuffed animals that you love, like anything, um, then gratitude is always a good kind of gateway energetics into kind of higher frequencies and remembering that you can always, this is a great time to exercise and know that you're building muscle around. I get to choose my experience. Even while I'm getting fucking flattened and flayed alive by this eclipse portal, I still get to choose the experience of you know, I can laugh at it and I can be delighted by it and I can be excited about what's happening, even though I have no idea what's coming next. And I can trust in that, you know, even though I might also have times when I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't be scraped off the kitchen floor right now and I'm going to have to cancel this meeting, you know. Um, but I can do that from a place of, you know, one emotional place or a different, you know, but don't. Don't pretend to do it right. Don't pretend that you don't have whatever the negative feelings that you have, just remember like, okay, so negative feelings are coming from negative thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. It, and we often think it's the other way around, but it's actually thoughts create feelings. What can I do to shift my frequency a little bit, to shift my feeling? Can I focus my attention, my intention, my thought on something else? Like how amazing it is that I have this cat in my life. Um, Kali's been getting a lot of hugs. Minnie's not really a hugger, so she doesn't get as many hugs, but she does get a lot of love. But Kali doesn't, Kali lets me hug her. So she's been getting more hugs than usual. Um, you know, sitting at the bird feeder and like just listening to the birds and just letting them talk to me about like their little messages from what's going on in the trees and, um, you know, getting to the lake as often as I can. And I've been actually swimming in the lake um, in the last month and had kind of a baptism experience. Previously, I'd only been walking like up to my knees in the lake, but I finally worked out my system for being able to swim in the lake. And uh, and that's been, you know, wonderful. I mean, it's fucking cold as fuck and it's hard to make myself do it, but I'd always, I'm always really glad when I do it. Um, so yeah, so just anything that's gonna bring you back into that frequency. Um, be really careful what you have what you're listening to or watching um it you know i totally get the like binging netflix right now totally get it just don't binge a show that's going to be like you know like binge something silly binge something that feels good um even if it's like unrealistic or silly or like hallmark shit or whatever i don't know you know i'm not trying to tell people what to watch but um you know, just be careful about how much you're binging medical dramas, for example, right now. Like, you know, I often like medical dramas, but I'm kind of like, yeah, that one, I think I'll, I think I will watch that one right now. Maybe I'll watch that another day. Like, um, uh, don't underestimate the power of music to set your resonance for you. It's super fucking powerful. You know, have music on, keep it on repeat. If you have a lot of people around you and that's awkward, get the headphones out. If you're like me and, you know, you somehow magically lost your AirPods yesterday when you were out in the trees, um, you know, go buy some cheap skull candy ones, you know, at the at the convenience store, like, you know, or whatever you need. Um, 
you know, that, that was such a Mercury retrograde moment. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and I don't, I'm so like OCD about like, where are the little AirPods? And they're only in the pocket that has the zipper. And the one time I didn't do it, they're gone. Classic. Um, yeah. There may be something coming up in the illumination of what wants to be left behind as you move through the portal around what are you actually allowed that's that's big for everyone I feel right now. It's like, what am I actually allowed? Am I actually allowed to have fill in the blank thing? I'm actually allowed to have whatever the fuck I want. What? That's crazy, you know, and also too generic to actually be useful. But like when you kind of drill into performance-based beliefs, as opposed to, you know, kind of the unconditional nature of kind of the love and the resource of universe, of divinity, um, you know, there's some intense things available for us around that, around um, the love of the divine and the resources of the universe. You, those can't be, those can't be bought or earned. And which means you don't have to do anything. Like they're just there, which is kind of mind boggling for us. It's very hard for us. We are all, whether we want to or believe it or not, deeply encultured in the old world ways, which are whether whatever our personal religious beliefs are, we are have been living in almost everywhere on the globe for you know millennia with a model that says god is a judgy pissed off going to send you to hell reward you if you're good you know there's there's a god the father is a very intense meme of the last couple of millennia that you don't get to escape just because oh i'm not a catholic or oh i'm not jewish or muslim you know or whatever like no the, all of the different religions have this very conditional performance based relationship with the divine and that is being shaken up that's part of the snow globe being shaken up inside us collectively as well as individually. And what that looks like for, for you as an individual, you know, each of us as individuals will be very different, but it's there. It's baked into how our societies are structured and how our belief systems are structured. And, and the peeling off of another layer of this and I'm sorry to tell you that it's unlikely to be the last time you're going to have this peeling off. I say this to myself right now with as much compassion as I can give, because I can give you guys all the compassion, give it to myself like, oh, there's going to probably be another one where it feels a little like you're getting flayed alive a little bit. Like, oh, fuck, that one really hurts. Like, I just, ah, my skin is like raw and bleeding from it, but I want what's on the other side of that. So I, you know, I'm here for it. Um, I signed up for it, you know, Um yeah, yeah. You're, we're riding the rapids and this is the trust. What the trust looks like is when you're riding the rapids and you feel like the, the little boat that I'm in, that I'm riding the rapids in is actually like a big giant bubble wrap that has me completely with its like own perfect like air system and everything. And there's no way that I can get dumped out and there's no way that I can get drowned and there's no way that I can get crushed on the rocks. And it's gonna be kind of a bumpy ride, but it's totally cool because I'm completely carried. Uh, and completely wrapped up and supported and protected um, as I as I traverse and you know that that you know that kind of that bubble wrap feeling can actually start to come into 
the being instead of feeling like the bubble wrap is around us, right? That we're like kind of immobilized in the bubble wrap, which is a good starting place around trust, not immobilized, but like, you know, kind of like snuggled up, let's say, um, where it's like, I can bring that bubble wrap into, if you will, like my energetic field. And then I can start to like engage with like, oh, let me like ride these rapids a little bit. Like that could get fun. Like not because I'm trying to move things, but because I just want to have the fun of it. 